I feel like we used all our best stuff before we hit record. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's, like, this that, is it. That, yeah, that's a problem. Well, not for us. We enjoyed it. That's true. I mean, there were some guffaws twixt you and I. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, Don't can you, you wish? remind me remind me what they were? <laughs> uh well you no. No. A lot of sexist stuff you said. Oh, that's right. You were like really misogynistic stuff. I was like, wow, that is unlike yeah. Adam. <laughs> that sounds like me, yeah. yeah. Um just a FYI, that was a joke. Uh that's false. Adam is a, is a joke. <laughs> Yeah. You just got me canceled. As you know. As far as you know. (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 622 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me, as always, is Adam in Vancouver, British Columbia. What's going on in Vancouver, Adam? Well, um, we're a little sad here about Canada's exit from the World Cup. Uh, oh. We had big, big plans this year. Uh, Did we for Canada take over the world? No, we were happy to make it, and I think. Hold uh, on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me temper that. So, at the beginning. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is this was my this is my perspective overseas. We were just we like, our, hey, just to be one of the the 32 was like holy cow, like yeah. awesome. We win, we win, we technically win the World Cup by being one of the 32 this year. Like that's it. And then playing against the the second uh, the ranked number two team. There's a better way to say that. Belgium. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. The number two ranked team in the world, Belgium, Belgian of Deutsch, they show up and they outplay Belgium. But didn't lose. win. Yeah. No, they lost. Like 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 they failed to they failed to uh capitalize on any of their multiple multiple opportunities, whereas Belgium went one for one and won the game. Yeah. However, it was like, okay, well, all we gotta do is win the next two, and us and Belgium are Going to the final, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Hrvatska there said uh, uh, no, no, we're, we got this, and yeah. then it went downhill from there, and and so much so that I didn't even watch game three because I I messed up the schedule. I wanted to watch game three. I, I I'm very happy Canada's in the World Cup. Um, Was they were in the yeah they were in the World yeah. Cup. They'll be in the next one too, I think, because we're hosting, but. Um, they're in, right? Aren't they? Isn't there games? I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure how that works because they're not. They're one of multiple hosts. Well, first of all, they're expanding the the number of teams from 32 to uh, 248 for some reason. <laughs> which is no, they are. They are. They're expanding, and which is dumb. I don't. I don't like that. I, I like it's. It's you know. Hey, some is good. More must be better. And it's like, well, no. Uh, it. Let's keep it. Make it exclusive, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, but but also they're hosting. So it's North America is hosting it, and then there'll be games in Canada. So I imagine the host team is always in, unless there's two host teams, and I don't know how that works. Yeah, me All either. Right. But I'm hoping yeah. that we're, we're in. And it, even if we're not an automatic qualifier, I would expect that we're going to build on the momentum of uh, this qualification, and we're going to be yeah. there again. Yeah, but Germany. Let's talk about that because that's even more surprising. Canada let's not not expected to make a whole lot of noise at this World Cup. So uh, Germany, a little bit of a, a sadder story, I think. You're downplaying it to a little bit. Okay. It's a massive. Like no, I I don't know if I I I. I it, so it's it's weird because this year, um, first of all, having it in November and December is weird. Like I, that yeah. never happens. It's it's and so the, the the entire atmosphere. Typically, when I'm over here for the World Cup, the Weltmeister, uh, the WM, they call it the, the WM in in German, is uh, it's a big deal. Like 
you know, like like people I know, like friends of ours, they'll get like a like a projector and and set up a tent in the backyard and, and project the game and have parties and it, it's 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 rare. It's actually rare, despite me being a complete loser, that I've ever watched a World Cup game, a Germany game, by myself. It doesn't okay. happen. I watch with my kids, but that doesn't count. But typically you're out, like you're going to public viewings and it's tough. You got to get there two hours before the game just to even get in. It's, it, it's, it's crazy packed and it's a big party. And this time it was just, eh, oh yeah, I guess the game's on. So that was, we still, everybody still wanted Germany to do, to do well, myself included. So and and the level of disappointment when they did not qualify for the uh, the the second round, I guess you would call it. Yeah, I I it 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 wasn't as bad as it was four years ago when they did, did the same thing. Yeah, they they were terrible four years ago. Uh, the year the four years prior, they won the whole thing, which was amazing. Here, like people, actually, I I watched the final in in Canada, but. I was the the lead up to it. I was in Germany. It was everyone was right into it, and then really disappointed four years ago. And then this year, it was just kind of a, you know, eh. like I, I'm not downplaying it. it. It's it's terrible. I wanted them to go all the way. It as I enjoy watching the games, but I can get on with my life now. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would imagine that i mean people who are into it like you're clearly you know uh more of a casual fan when it comes to this stuff yeah um but the people who are you know really into it i'm expecting they want heads to roll uh as far as you know what's happening in german soccer because you don't go two consecutive world cups for uh you know, yeah. a, a sort of historic powerhouse like that would be Germany would be similar to what Canada is in hockey, like just expected to win, always the be silver. there. Yeah. So it's always expected to be there. And so to not even be top 16 in eight years running like that's that's kind of like becomes a, a sort of source of embarrassment because it's so much time, money uh you know yeah. commitment to excellence in that sport if you're not top 16 well, why are you spending all this this money and energy on it well and it trickles down to even my son's level who's he's he's 8 years old and plays and and in every village in every city in every you know uh land province there is this program and it all feeds into the machine and to see that happen two years and two two World Cups in a row is, it's got to be disheartening to those kids. Although on, on my on my son's team, where like I think there's like twenty kids on the team, uh, nineteen of them are future Germany players. So that's okay. <laughs> judging by no, just going by their parents, by their dads, the way their right. dads behave at games, uh, I, most of them are going to come from my like. My son won't be one of them. Uh, he is not. <laughs> he's not good at. He'll be from Team Canada. Don't worry about that. But uh, <laughs> oh, don't say that! Team Canada yeah. is far, yeah. far too good. Well, they need they need a couple. They need a couple of uh, bench guys. The, okay, like, towel, get the water. towel wavers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get, no, my my son is so into it, and and I promote this because I'm like, yeah, like I I, I like his enthusiasm. Like he knows all the players. Like we'll watch any game, we'll be on, and he'll know. Like, oh, they got so and so. Like, oh, like Canada's playing Croatia. It's like, oh, no, Dad, they got Modric. They got Modric. We're in trouble. And I was like, I don't know what is that. I take that for headaches, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, they got Muziala. Like, that's that's the guy. And, and so he knows all the players. And uh, he's into it. Cool. So, anyways, not sure what he'll do now. I guess go France. I don't know. Yeah. Go Argentina. Maybe Messi will win one. Sure. Yeah, so there's that. Patreon, if you want to help us out, uh, go to our website, twohosers.com, click on the link for Patreon, and pledge a couple of bucks. Helps us keep this thing going. There you go. Thanks to everybody who has Patreonized and uh, those who are going to. We appreciate it. I'll have to check again on uh, messages. It's been a while since I've checked for, for DMs on there, so I'll go on there. If you've left one and I've ignored you, it's because I'm a jerk. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So there's that. All right. So what is going on? December in full swing, Adam. How is it going there? First of all, let me let me preface this by saying I'm done my editing that that video project I flew to Canada for, so I can get on on with my life now. Soccer's that's over. That's over. I can go back to living. 
which is great. Okay. Uh, how how was the snowmageddon? Uh, Sarah got stuck in Ladner and stayed had to stay at a friend's house overnight on Tuesday evening yeah. because uh, yeah, all the bridges and tunnel was closed and jackknife semi trucks all over. Wait, the wasn't place. the tunnel open? But that was the only thing that was open. I think it got closed at a point because when we were gonna, we it was actually we we're carpooling for her musical theater and so we were on drive two duties that night where there was a bunch of snow and yeah all sorts of problems and we managed to right. get her there it took twice as long as it normally does but that was nothing in comparison to what uh what we heard from many others but it took us to go about a thousand meters um and get onto the highway you know between uh where we picked up her friend outside of a high school that's about a thousand meters from the highway it took us 40 minutes to get to the highway yeah. and then once we got on there we were we were fine and we got to go you know what was that 20 minute drive in 45 minutes so we got there and we got back and uh yeah i had a f you know one of my colleagues from work who who has about a 40 minute 30 30 to 40 minute drive home took him eight hours after work ended so he left from, work Rich at from richmond to delta from richmond to surrey it took him into one of the yeah. one of the teachers at my wife's school it took her i think five and a half hours to get from richmond to north delta i mean it was it was it, or not north delta to uh new west like it was just the right. whole thing was a complete gong show because of yeah all the all the major routes were just shut down so cars it was just a parking lot all over the city so and the the, the interesting part was um when we left because you know the snow was coming down but the roads were fine where where we traveled even though the you know the there was snow on the roads it wasn't slippery didn't didn't have any issues and so when i was hearing at the same time that we were out there people were stuck and cars and and trailers and semis were all stuck i was like it doesn't seem that it's even that slippery at all so no. i'm not exactly sure but richmond's flatter and so i guess in some mm -hmm. of the some of the, lower. The, br the bridges that yeah there's obviously some spots that you know where there's hills and there's a little bit more uh ice on the road that that started all the problems so no we survived it okay except for sarah spent the night at a friend's house on a weeknight and ended up missing half a day of school to get her back the next day worked out okay she, she was okay um, she was okay with that yeah yeah it might have been the same friend I don't, i'm not sure that that so we a mutual friend of ours i was i was chatting with him in the middle of this i didn't understand and because i you know it was like it was like early you know later in my morning so late in the evening on tuesday did not know did not know it was snowmageddon and uh and uh and he's like yeah i'm just stuck in traffic right now he's coming home from the canucks game left rogers arena at 9 30 for what should yeah. have been a 25 minute drive and got home seven hours later oh yeah yeah there's a so, lot of those stories yeah yeah and he said, "Yeah, it was just ridiculous." But the, but my, the highlight this this is why this is why you should stop paying your taxes. By the way, all of you is okay. the next day, I'm and the, the headline in the newspaper was <laughs> the next day. The headline in the newspaper was, um, "Yeah, it it wasn't our fault because of the snowplows. It was all the traffic was the problem." Oh yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds re reasonable. Yeah. Okay, so what, what what are we paying you for then? We we yeah. we could do this without you. Actually, turns out. Yeah, I so, heard I heard some talk that they're, you know, like the city, like city of Richmond, city of Vancouver, like I guess they're not invested in the infrastructure of, you know, owning all their own fleets of trucks for snow removal, um, just all over the place. I don't know that they, it sounds like, and I don't know if it's, if it's all of the municipalities are the same or if they all do it differently, but it sounds like a lot of that it's contracted out. And so there's a lot of finger pointing that, oh, uh, yeah, it wasn't our fault. Like the company that we contracted out to dropped the ball on this. So yeah, sure. it, it just, just, just again, tons of, tons of finger pointing. Good times. Yeah. Anyways, we'll, 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 we'll dive into, we'll dive. Is it, was there at least like snowmen built or was it fun? Uh, the dog loves the snow. She thinks it's a there giant playground. She, yeah. She's, yeah. she's a big fan of the snow. It likes to dive into it and slide in it and take her nose and basically flip the snow up in the air. So good time for Sunny. See, it worked out. It's, it's swings yeah. and roundabouts, really. Yeah. So, all right. Did you shoot anything interesting this week? Uh, almost. I almost did. <laughs> was it you I, almost uh, shot something or it was almost uh, interesting? 
It was almost both, I think. Uh, oh. Yeah, Jack started his high school basketball career uh, yesterday, and okay. uh, he, he he had a couple games out in the North Shore, and I was taking him, and so I I packed up the camera, and I was like, okay. I mean, he's never played basketball uh, in an actual organized game in his life. Uh, I'm right. gonna take the camera, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take some photos and. Then I didn't have a memory card when I got there. So charged the battery, did all all of that stuff. And then I was like, yep, pulled the uh, no memory card. Like that's what happens when you pack your gear in the morning and you're half asleep still, like, cause you have Uh to, you know, get up early to get out. And uh, yep, just uh, one of those moments where whoops, I'm usually good about having a backup card in the bag. The backup card in the bag was not there. Wait, Uh, so so this was your, your R6. So there's, there's two cards in the camera. Yeah, yeah. There were zero cards in the camera. You know, in this case, there were zero cards. It, was, it wasn't like an 0 for 1. It was an 0 for 2. It was an 0 for 2. I often, uh, I'm kind of lazy that way, and I'll have one still in the computer and one in the camera, yeah. but somehow managed to get zero in the camera and one sitting on the computer desk and one in the back of the computer. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit of a misfire on my part. But turns out um, life will go on, and I'll uh, try yeah. to get a photo of basketball some other time. But um, See, the yeah, worst part that, there is isn't the no photos it's the fact that you now have to lug a camera around for no reason true that that was the biggest which which again in the end wasn't a big deal it sort of sat at my feet but what i also did and it's probably for the best because when i got there like i don't know when i envisioned going to a basket i've never been to um a high school basketball tournament or anything like this but i envisioned um taking the 70 to 200 sitting in some sort of like I don't know, stands maybe slightly off the court and then, um, you know, using the 7200 to kind of capture the gameplay at different ends of the court. When I got there, probably again, for the best that I forgot my memory card, um, you're standing like literally on the sidelines. Like, so you, you can, oh. you can punch, you can punch a player in the face as he goes by, or at don't, least that was the, don't do that it. Was, that was the situation in this gym because there was, multiple games going on in the same gymnasium because again they had so many teams and whatnot so i think if you're just at your own home gym and it's just one game going on they're playing on the bigger bigger court area and then you're probably a little bit slightly further back from the court but as it turns out i'm like i don't i wouldn't take the 70 to 200 because that's it's way it'd be way too tight so i would have probably been better off with 40 yeah or or that 24 to 105 would have probably made the most sense yeah yeah also, maybe hopefully the kids aren't stink eyeing you, and so you don't have to punch them. Yeah, that's that's true. So almost took photos, but maybe as a sneak peek, I know a lot of the game schedule doesn't fit my work schedule, so um, I don't know how soon it will be before a basketball photo shows up. But um, hopefully, at some point during you know this is sort of short high school season. I think they play maybe till like just after Christmas. I don't know. I think it's only like maybe two months all in. So now that he's playing basketball, which movie do you watch first? Hoosiers or White Men Can't Jump? Mm, We've seen Hoosiers, but it was a long time ago. But recently, in terms of when they were during the tryout process for the team, we watched uh, Coach Carter. Yeah, but I I was very specific in why I asked. Because White Men Can't Jump, great movie. I I enjoy White Men Can't Jump, yeah. Yeah. Okay. As will he. I think he'll enjoy it. I also am a huge fan of Hoosiers, so I yeah, did, no, I've, I watched I, that yearly. Yeah, I did make mention that we should watch Hoosiers, but he wasn't as into it as uh, as Coach Carter. Coach Carter seems to be more his uh, his vibe. It's a little more raw, raw in a in an overt way versus the subtle way. Well, and the basketball sequences are much more interesting to a thirteen year old um, than right. what the Hoosiers stuff looks like. There's a bounce pass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little basketball looked different then. A little bit, a little bit different. Yeah, and everyone was wearing the the Chuck Taylors made of cardboard. Yeah. yeah, the game the game has evolved. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but it was that. fun, and and uh, maybe yeah, maybe some future photos coming on coming this way. All right, it's funny you mention that because like like because it was somebody else who did it in my presence who who went to an event and did not bring a memory card. And then had to haul their camera around the entire, it was a museum, in fact. It was the Porsche Museum. And, nice. Uh, and I was like, yeah, well, enjoy this. Just maybe make some sketches on, on the napkin because that's all you can do now. Um, but ever since then, I, I, I have 
I always, always, always check my camera to make sure there's a card in there because of someone else. So I'm guessing this won't happen a second time for you. Oh, it's happened before to me, and I'm sure it'll happen again. Oh, great. I'm never mind. Yeah, that's just that's just the way I am. And again, if it was um, a paid gig or something that was like, well, this will never happen again in terms of yeah. the event, then I'm probably double and triple checking everything. This was a last minute decision to grab the camera, and and I I was you know at least in the mindset to charge a battery. So I had, I had right. a battery and I had a backup battery. So I went that far, but oh. yeah, the, the, the card piece just kind of eluded me. But again, in terms of a level of priority, I just wanted to be there to watch and support the kid. I was, for I was sure. not really, the photo part was, was secondary for sure. That's why I always keep an SD card on my person, uh, like in Papillon, if you look at it. So that's, it's always nice to have one around you. So, okay. All right. Okay. All right, let's get into some photos. Oh, I did. You, I shot some interesting stuff. I think let's go through them at a rapid pace, though. Uh, first up, look at my kids. So I gave my kids as December first was the first Advent. We have the Advent like here we do an Advent calendar like you would do it there with like a chocolates, but here mm-hmm. it's a the tradition is to do like little presents, and sometimes it's like a, you know pencils for school or something crappy, but. Um, this time, de- December first, uh, was that I gave my kids the the forty D that belongs to them now. Wow, they got the forty D with the thirty mil lens and uh, a million CF cards. Because what do I need those for now? And sure. uh, and uh, and like nine batteries, by the way. And uh, so yeah, and so they were thrilled. My kids have they they really have it at this point anyway. This might go away. They have a genuine interest in taking real photos. And uh, my son has not put it down. He's going around the house taking pictures of the pictures I've taken on the wall. <laughs> nice. Which is weird. But, yeah. uh, but, but right now I've got it set to auto, auto ISO, auto white balance, uh, set it to P. What do you remember? The member P that we never use, program mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. For now, I just go around, shoot JPEGs. We're going to delete them all anyways, get used to it. And then we're going to have photo lessons. So. Here they are receiving their their first their first camera. Noise. Uh, what else happened? Oh, we went to uh, so this week in in Tubingen is the is the mark like the, the the chocolate market chocolate market where people okay. from all over come and and sell like all these booths are basically dedicated to selling different kinds of chocolate. Okay. And, uh, like real artistry stuff and and fancy and uh, so I included a couple. My wife and daughter and I went there last night, and wow, was it jammed! Yeah, and uh, oh yeah. So they, you can see they light up the the buildings. They they throw some art with well, light art on there for the for the chocolate festival. So that first shot is us trying to navigate through that crowd, which yeah. was which was crazy. Uh, and then the second shot, another crowd shot in a different part of town. This is in the the main marked plot. <laughs> area where you can see it is just wall to wall people like you barely move through there yeah and uh, it looks like good. uh a lot of chocolate frenzied people well chocolate and glue vine like a lot of glue vine okay. being sold too so there's that so uh, i did snap a photo of my wife and my daughter just just before like in between crowds so behind us massive crowd in front of us about to be a massive crowd so i just snapped a quick photo here uh, the end, but nice. All right, and then uh, so this this was the the X one hundred made the trip out, which I haven't shot within a while, and I was like, oh, I missed you, I missed you X one hundred, but I don't I don't know if you've done this lately, Adam. I've been shooting more and more without the lens hood. Okay, have you done that? Uh, the for the X one hundred, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I think I, I kind of go back and forth when I use the, um, uh, the extend, whatever it's called, like the, yeah. the, the adapter thing that makes it longer than I usually have the lens hood on it. And then when right. I take that, take that off, I just shoot it with, without a lens hood. Right. In that case, but I've gone ahead and put the little silver piece back on and, and now I'm shooting using the lens cap and then taking okay. it off and, uh, ridiculous how small that camera gets and how out of the way and how unassuming it gets. And so it fits in your pocket now. 
Yeah, like a little wallet, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been kind of a, a, a you know been been really embracing that, and then uh, and then one last shot. There's my daughter in front of the the projected art, which yes. was, was kind of funny because as we're walking up, I see so they get they have booths and tents everywhere, right? So there's one tent where I I don't know what they were selling, but on the back of the tent, it was this giant white translucent tent but all lit up inside. And so it was creating this glow outside, like this massive soft box that I thought, immediately thought, oh, well, I'm going to take full advantage of this. So I'm going to position my daughter, like just sort of off the corner, the back corner of the tent, have that glow hit her in the face. It's going to balance nicely with the background, which, I mean, I did, this wasn't the best framing of all time, but remember, I'm in that crowd of people, so I'm doing the best I can. And, uh, and so got this, but... Now, while I like this photo, the funny part about it was, is I had to wait like half an hour to get to get in to use this tent, because there was this lady in front of us who was having her boyfriend or husband or whatever snap a clearly an Instagram slash TikTok photo of her posing in front of this, but she couldn't quite get the pose right, and people would keep so it's very crowded, so people would kind of walk into the shot. So they took it over and over and over. And finally, like finally they, they stopped and walked away. And I just took eight seconds, snapped this, walked away. But you waited patiently. Just like you did for, the, for this story. Yeah. You weren't tapping yeah. your watch and like, you know, frantically pacing back and forth. No, no, I was enjoying, I was enjoying the ridiculousness of it. Like the self-indulgent because her, like she's putting her foot up, like, like kind of putting her hands in the air, doing some sort of a weird pointing thing. And then uh, like putting her foot up, like pointing her toe and doing some sort of whatever the kids do on Instagram, except she wasn't a kid. She's far too old right. for this nonsense. Yeah. And uh, I guess she was influencing somebody to buy chocolate or boots. <laughs> I'm not sure. And uh so I was, was just sitting here watching it all. And my daughter was super uncomfortable because she wanted to shoot the photo. But I was like, no, take this in because at some point we're going to go on Instagram and we're going to search for this photo. Yeah. And then we're going to see it and then we're going to comment on it and go, yeah, I don't know what to comment on it. Probably something negative because <laughs> it's Instagram. Right. But uh, anyways, so like the photo okay. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, well done. Good job. And you'll always remember what the, uh, the photo that came before it was. Oh yeah, burned into my memory. And then lastly, <laughs> I had to shoot a uh, an ad for our our Christmas market is next weekend, and our baseball team we have a booth where we sell glue vine and Kinder Punch and hot dogs. Exciting. Okay. Um, and so they they asked me to make a, like an Instagram ad to promote it, and so this is what I came up with. And I, I included two because I shot one last night, and uh, with just kind of a, and I thought I thought, I thought oh yeah I, I like it, but the background was kind of boring. The one, so the first one without the lights, yeah. Without the lights. I thought that was, it was, it was okay. Like I liked the, re- the whole shot, but the background was just dead to me. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the second one with the lights is much better. Yeah, so I still had it set up downstairs. I'd gone out, my son and I had gone out in the woods and cut, cut a couple branches off of an evergreen tree, and then we brought that in. We built the little thing and hung them up. And you can see, well, you can see in the, in the, the, the wide photo, I snapped real quick. Um, that's the setup shot. So those are the the branches and stuff we cut down and, and just threw down there. Hung them off the the washing the drying rack that we have, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and built it that way. But the background was just kind of blah. So I went back and and shot it again, and hung some uh, just some LED lights in behind, and that definitely livened it up a lot, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then to get the to the steam. The steam off the glue vine uh, is actually just uh, a bunch of matches that we lit on fire, dropped in the in the the cup, which you didn't want to miss. You didn't want to miss because now you're setting your house on fire, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, with all the, the branches there. Um, so we put that in there, and my son would then blow it out, and I would quickly snap the photo uh, while the smoke was coming out to appear to be steam coming off that steam and hot glue vine. Gotcha. Yeah. There you well go. Done. So come on out. Yeah. Come on out to the Vinox Mart. We've got hot dog, glue vine. It's a good time. Okay. How come hot dogs is just hot dogs? Uh, yeah. Heisehund. Uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound right. 
Okay. They, okay. they call them hot dogs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't even, they're not even, trust me, they're not even great. They, the, the breakdown in hot dogs here is the buns are terrible. I, I hate the buns here. What's Kinder Punch? Yeah, it's like glue vine without alcohol. Okay. Oh, for the kids. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hot, hot. Kids Punch. Cheese. It's Kids like punch. hot Kool-Aid. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking the literal, the literal translation, like kids punch. Is that what? Yeah. That, that? Okay. It's like what you do at basketball games. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Right. There you go. All right. Let's get into the photo challenge. The topic today. It is old fashioned. It is the monthly challenge for November. Uh, it was issued by uh, Dave Tiger Williams in Australia. And this month it is, I didn't write it down. Old fashioned. That's what it is this month. Uh, so we got a bunch of them on Instagram. Let's get ours out of the way first, Adam, since okay. it's not about us. It's really about the listener. Let's have a look at uh, yours first. Okay. Is this, All right. is this a fire? Is this, a, is, this, is this for having a fire? Heat? Uh, this is a toaster. This is an old-fashioned toaster. Oh. So this is from, this is vintage. We My mother-in-law came down for the weekend and I... Um, asked her if she had anything that was very old fashioned that was uh, just me and and that was that was the thought they're like well you can take a picture of um, me and uh, your father-in-law and I said no maybe yeah. you've got something kicking around maybe an old Christmas ornament <laughs> or something and uh, and she and she said oh we have this super old antique toaster so I said bring it that that'll 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 work and so uh, the toaster showed up, still works. I, in the photo, I don't have it plugged in because the plug that you would go right on the right side, you can see on the, the, oh yeah. The okay. The, the toaster's left, but the camera, yeah. camera, right. Um, it just plugs in there. It's just sort of like a black plug. That's super ugly. That has a little mechanical switch on it, but those, that toaster. So those, that front piece that you see in behind, you can see the coils. Like if you look sort of through the little gaps in the yeah. in the artistry of the of the the metal um so th those flaps fold open you put the piece of bread it sort of leans against it and then you manually flip it once one side is is toasted enough and it still works sure. we plugged it in it gets super hot and it would have probably set our house on fire so i they said it wouldn't yeah. but it got really hot and started to smoke a little bit so it smells um, like burnt I didn't, hair yeah, so I didn't I didn't turn it on for the photo, but uh, I thought it looked interesting, and I thought it would be, be very reflective, something that would be interesting to light. So this is actually like three uh, hard lights from different angles, uh, one in behind to kind of take down the shadows a little bit, one sort of up and camera right, sort of getting a bit of the reflection off the top, and then one sort of aimed just in front that's catching some of the reflection on the front of the toaster so i played around with different settings i was gonna or it's not not different settings different setups i was gonna use it on a wood surface tried that didn't like it and then i ended up using it on the counter with the backsplash in behind because i thought better contrast it's just kind of white with a little bit of grays in the counter and the backsplash which just kind of um, you know, sort of seamlessly blend out of focus where it's not noticeable. It's, it's, it seems like more of a product shot. So right. uh, there you go. I, li I like the silvery tones and reflections and the oldness of it. Like you can see it's worn, but it's still in actually pretty good shape. Uh, a little bit of right. rust and in, in parts, lots of scuffs, but uh, um, old fashioned. There you go. Now I barely care about toast. Now, could you imagine like how much like you're like all right let's get this out make some toast <laughs> how how much and 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 what do you think this cost like way, way back when it was new oh i've done out of the sears eaton's the eaton's catalog yeah this somewhere did i say the age we we dated no. it between 1940 and 1950 like this this brand i can't remember what the brand is it was on the plug we looked it up and the model and somewhere between 1940 and 1950 this was made and made in canada if you'll believe okay. it <laughs> so nothing yeah. was made in canada but made in canada and um right now if you if you want to buy something like this in working condition like this one um somewhere it sells uh between a hundred dollars and 150 dollars now for one of these used. wow yeah so we're like wow this is this thing's got some value Who's, 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 who's buying that? 
That's what I wondered. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, what do you, That's and a then do you flag. use it? Yeah. What do you do yeah. with it? So, yeah. but it is kind of cool looking and uh, doesn't, I, I didn't envision a toaster looking like this. No, I thought it was something to put in your fireplace. But then you point the plugs out, you're right. Now, my wife has a waffle iron from her grandmother that was, you know, interwar period. And uh, so probably around the same time. Um, and we can't afford to run it now, obviously, with the price of electricity. But it works like a charm. Like, it is it is awesome. Yeah. Except, except like, you, like, you have to be very careful with the plug because it's like this ceramic. Like it's very similar looking plug to that. But the other end is like a ceramic thing that if you were to bump it, then that's it. It's over. And then you right. can't replace it anymore. Right, right. But yeah, good craftsmanship. But I'm, but I'm saying like, like when we were talking about inflation a while ago, like now you can buy a new, I think toasters are free right now. I don't know. What, like, like you could probably get a toaster for 10 bucks on Amazon is my guess. Probably. Or, or like here you in your house, $38, but yeah. No, I'm guessing probably you could probably find something. You, could, I'll bet you, I'll bet you the the most like the cheapest one would be under fifteen bucks. I bet you could find like a toaster, nothing, nothing fancy. I'll bet it costs fifteen bucks for a toaster. Okay. And so, but so you know, compare that to with minimum wage. That's one hour uh, of minimum wage. So, what do you think? What do you think this toaster cost relevant, like relative to that? Oh, you know, it would have been probably, a lot more. This is a high ticket item. Yeah, that'd be like a month's pay, probably, to be able to <laughs> yeah. toast your bread. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you want toast? Do you want toast that much? So uh, I'm just googling. I'm I'm on on Amazon, and uh, they're more expensive than I thought they were uh, toasters. Okay. Um, but let's say the lowest price we can get on a toaster is okay. No, we can get one. You get one for nine dollars forty eight cents. Wow, I want that yeah. one. Yeah, no, you don't. Uh, that one, it's, you're, yeah, you're going to be in trouble. But yeah, and then from, from there it goes up. It goes up to $12, $12 and 13 bucks. And there's a lot in the 12 to $13 range. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. You can do it. Yeah. All right. This week in this podcast, this week in toasters. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. That happened. All right. Let's have a look at mine. Here is a, uh, uh, well, everybody, every, it's a lot of people posting pictures of old-timey cameras uh, for, for the challenge. And I was like, well, that's what I was going to do. And so yeah, I did that. I had that, that thought, I took, too. I, I had that thought yeah. as well, yeah. And then I went and away you, from that thought, yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, go. No, no, you go. And so then I decided, you know what, I will, I will, I will, I will go deep inside the uh, matrix on this one. And I'll take a picture of my son. That's my son there. You can't tell, but that's my son holding my old FTB camera in a photo taken with a Polaroid camera sitting in front of that Polaroid camera. Wow. I'll let you get your mind unblown and then we'll get back to doing the podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um yeah, no, the other funny thing was Sarah has an old, uh, well, not old, but it, old to her now because she was, I don't know, seven or eight when she got it. Uh, one of those in Kodak Instax, like Polaroid cameras. Yeah. And I, and I actually thought about uh, doing a, a Polaroid shot for this as well. Just, again, thinking of Polaroids and, you know, that is old timey, um, even though that they've kind of made a resurgence in the last, whatever, 10 years. Right. Well, were yeah. you going to expose yours properly? Uh, well, I don't know. I was just going to point and shoot. Yeah. So it turns out, so this is the first time. So uh, like, like a few years ago, I think, I think it was pre-COVID even. Remember that? And uh, I bought I bought a few packs of Polaroid film. I, I, I was, was, given, was given a very generously, a nice Polaroid camera from... Um, uh, Matt Marion in, in, in Ontario, he sent me his old Polaroid uh, camera. And so I bought a couple uh, uh, packs for that. And at the same time, I had just come across a this camera, the Polaroid 1000, at a flea market, Flohmarkt here in Germany. I think it was a dollar or euro. They wanted a euro for it. And I just, I was like, yeah, I'm getting this no matter what. And uh, so I bought film for it. And I shot one pack. And then have two sitting in the attic for like three years and just never got around to it. 
and I thought, okay, well, I I gotta see. Like, I bought one one pack for the, specifically for this camera. It, does, it doesn't fit in in both cameras. You have to buy one for each kind of camera. They're different 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 styles. And so I bought one for this, and I thought, oh, okay, finally I'll get around to using it. Had never used it before. Hope it works. Took this picture and then realized I had accidentally left it on the super super bright setting. Okay. And so there's too much light here. So not only is there too much light, but that meant the shutter speeds off a little bit. It must be, and then uh, a little bit, a little bit blurry. So the picture, not great, not great. <laughs> Did cost me four bucks. So that that's why there's not a second one. I could have adjusted and and then and then done it again. Uh, but I, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But then you thought old fashioned, they often just messed it up. So that makes they it get even closer more. than this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They I get would think. way closer. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, just, just uh, looking down the road, I'm going to have to share a lot of these on the show. I got, a, uh, I got thousands of scanned photos from my childhood, from my dad. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have to, I'm thinking of starting an Instagram uh, account channel just for this, just to share these with a lot of WTF photos in there. Nice. And, uh, so look forward to that in the, in the next little while. Uh, Can't wait. Speaking of that. Yeah. So anyways, that was it. There they go. The, the multiple layers of, of awesomeness coming together. Let's get into the listener submissions. There's eight of them, which I thought. Wow. Yeah. Is that a lot or not enough? No, that's not very many at all. No, that's, we're losers. Uh, yeah. So let's get out of the gate fast with uh, so Tiger the Banger. Who, who, who made this photo challenge? This was uh, uh, Dave Tiger Williams. Yeah, I blame Dave for, for that. Yeah, no, I, that's, this is why we went this way. I want to I be able to, I want to fall guy uh, when <laughs> we, and uh, you know, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Lee, what was his name? Who's fall guy? I don't know. The TV show, The Fall Guy. I don't Heather, know who the actor is, yeah. Heather Thomas and uh, Lee something. He used to advertise <laughs> those $10 toasters. It was good. It was a good <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. You don't even know it. You, I, no. Oh, come on. I didn't watch that show. I just, yeah. No, I didn't either. No, I didn't either. But it was Heather but, Thomas. Lee Majors. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Wasn't he like the $6 million man man or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Also the fall guy. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Also the fall guy. So this this month's fall guy though, Dave T. Williams. Um, All right. Starting off with a a bang. Panger the banger coming in hot with his old camera. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Sylvania flash bulbs. Like, so he's got a whole ensemble here of like old timey yeah. gear. He's got the, the camera, uh, yeah. m- the mama. Yeah. Is that how, is that how you say it? The mama? Yeah. Mamiya, I think. Yeah. Those are kind of like fancy old cameras. Like that's a, uh, that's a pricey one. I'm guessing, right? This particular one. I don't know. It's, it's probably not, not pricey, but it's not like your, your large format ones. I'm okay. Guessing. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then he's got yeah the 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 whole fancy like flash bulb. Is that a battery? That thing on the on the on the right? I, it, it must be, or is it just a sync cable? I don't know. And then what's the thing on the left in the little case? Is that a lens or what? What is that? That's a light meter. Oh, that's the light meter. Okay. And then he's got that's a light meter. You know that really fancy you know fake Eiffel w- Tower. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that too. But the flash, thing, what's the thing that goes around that flash that's all spread out in... Uh, that ETUs to phone home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what that's called, but that looks like... like we, I had a broccoli steamer that looked just like that. And then... <laughs> true, I really did. I really did. I missed that broccoli steamer. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Flash bulb. So I mean, the flash bulb would go in there. And the best part about those old cameras is the is I'm assuming this is one that you'd get like you know maybe one pop out of that flash or you know maybe maybe eight eight pops and then you got to change the bulb. You know. Oh, great. So it kind of reminds me. This is this is after that time period. But if you watch the movie The Untouchables, there's there's a lot of that taking pictures with those kind of things with the big flash that goes like that big clatter sound. Yeah. 
And they made that sound. I happen to know that when they did the Foley work for that, which is adding sound, like creating and adding sound effects to movies, which is an awesome job. Um, I think they used it. They they dropped like uh, dinner plates on the ground and shattered them, and that was the sound of the flash bulbs going off in that. Movie. Okay. All right. Well, good yeah. to know. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yep. There you go. Nice job, Frank. <laughs> good job, Frank. Look at this, and J.C. Russo coming in with his his crown, and this is more along the lines of the the Untouchables photo. Okay, and uh, and and so also very cool, very like a like a a large format camera. This would be right in the wheelhouse of one Chris Marquardt. He's got a number of these. I've shot with these before. They're they're a delight to shoot with. Uh, very expensive, like a hundred bucks a photo at this point. I'm guessing. Wow, um, not that much really, but it's expensive. Okay. But the photos are out of this world. So hopefully J.C. Russo still f- shoots with this um, every now and then. But it is a bit of is this this is this is kind of the basis for we use some of like that that slide the the on the left thing the what do you call it there the um, for the film we use some of those for the invisible camera movie that we made thirteen years ago or something like that twelve years ago. Still a classic, the invisible camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely check it out. Probably doing a sequel this year. We'll see. Okay. No, you can't announce that you're doing that. It doesn't really work <laughs> that way. Uh, very good lighting. Look at how crisp yeah. that is. Like that black and white, and very. I, 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 this was this one really. This this could be this could be at uh, at a coffee shop. Yeah, agreed. I I really like it. Well, well done. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of the name of the coffee shop after, but like some sort of tie-in. With uh, like the espresso, the espresso shots come in like a like a little film canister or something like that. Like it'd be like a right. it'd be like a film yeah. tie-in. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, I'll figure that out. All right. Uh, next up, Meru Mall ninety seven took a quick break while on a business trip to visit a small old fashioned cha- chapel from a bygone era in the town of Neunen, just outside Eindhoven. These are all places you know, right, buddy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, my yeah. backyard. You, well, you should know. No, 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 but you should know. This is this is from uh, uh, Band of Brothers, you'd know, Eindhoven. But uh, uh, this chapel, though, was painted by Van Gogh. We know, we know him as Van Gogh, but I think I was told his real name was Van Gogh, which sounds terrible. Interesting. We're learning a lot of stuff this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So while he painted in the 1880s, he painted the, the – okay, you can read it yourself. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I, I had scrolled through. I, I didn't include all the pictures. You, you'll have to scroll through and see for yourself. But this is an old-timey chapel in Nederland, the Netherlands. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks old. It looks old, yeah. It's like yeah. Minaru Chapel, but older. Sure. Yeah. Much more old. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Other than that, Netherlands. That's all I got. You, you want to dance a little bit or? No, I, I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up is, this is, there we go. Dave Tiger Williams jumping up to his own challenge, shooting the penny farthing guy. <laughs> yeah, I've I always wondered about these. Yeah. It looks unsafe. So this is like the, the giant um, bike with the huge front wheel for those that aren't yeah. looking at this photo in real time. Um, did you know did you know it was called a penny farthing bike? No, no, I didn't know that. Really? Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. Honestly, I was a huge dork. Uh, as yeah. a kid, now very cool. Now very cool, yeah. but then <laughs> I I actually I swear to god I did know I did know that it was this penny farthing because that's the size whatever. But point is, uh who thought this was efficient? Yeah, it's kind of a strange design. Yeah, I'm just going to pop over to the store. Uh, can eight people help me get up on my bike? <laughs> okay. And then when you get there, it's just like, oh, okay, what happened? Uh, did you get the milk? No, I got a concussion getting off my bike. <laughs> it worked out badly. And imagine a, just a breeze came along. <laughs> he just sideways yeah. over on this Exactly. Yeah. And, and very... I don't, I'm, not, I'm not seeing any gears there. So this is just kind of like, a, yeah, that's how fast you go. Like, like, what about? Oh, it's up! It's up! It's in North Van. It's a little uphill. Yeah, tough break. Now you die. Again. It's just, yeah, you'd be better off not having this. Yeah, 
Yeah. But it yeah. is a, it did make it feel old fashioned because nobody would, nobody would be riding these. No, but the fact that the guy can ride it's kind of impressive. Sure. Like, well, how do you find out? How do you become a penny farthing guy? <laughs> this day, like these days. I don't, I don't know. And back then, what was the, what's the year on this? Like, when was the penny farthing huge? How long was it huge for? And would you not like to see Steve-O ride one of these at the X Games? Oh, I'm sure he's already done it. Yeah. Thanks Off for of like a half pipe, half pipe ramp and yeah. try to do like a full backflip. Yeah, in like over an alligator pit. <laughs> that would be awesome. No yeah. helmet. That yeah. now that we're talking penny farthing. Yeah. Um, no, this is this is pretty cool. And the the guy has the beard and hair for it too. Yeah, yeah. He's a definitely a mall Santa in his spare time. Oh sure, like un- like not like a, a amateur one. Yeah, like just set up in his garage. <laughs> no mall like he's oh he's, in the mall he's, yeah he's a mall santa yeah that's a good gig that's a good gig yeah. and then and then he he also he sells old spice in the office <laughs> and watches like you would definitely buy a watch on from this guy like a, yeah. like like a, in an ad like a like for a sailor like a sailor's watch <laughs> yeah i All can right. see him in a yellow uh raincoat like being the fishing guy selling lozenges yeah <laughs> That's right. Cold, That's right. Cold lozenges, yeah. I can sell it. I might grow this beard. I, if I grew a beard, it would actually be that beard. So I could, I'm could. i thinking about doing this. I might, okay. I, might, I might sell lozenges out of the house. <laughs> All right. Next up is Pixelscaper. Oldie but goodie. Cameron, Canon AE-1 program. My very first camera. Lit with a simple flashlight. Well, there you go. And yeah, I, actually, I love, you can see I love I commented. it. I was going to shoot my old FTB. Now, this is the AE-1 was one of the first, I think it was the first Canon camera to have auto features like a, like um, like an AV mode and that kind of thing with film. I never had these. My dad was a purist. He, he, we stopped. We had the FTB was the, was the, where we, the last sort of film camera. Now, he had one more after that, but much, much later. But uh, FTB was the wheelhouse of, it did nothing automatically. It was just, um, it was a built-in meter, but that was it. The rest you had to do on your own. And then the, and the AE-1, which was, oh, I'm going to say mid-70s probably, was when it started to get into the, hey, it'll handle, it'll handle some of the driving for you. So it's the beginning of where you and I are now, Adam, with the R6, just doing all the driving. Yeah. No, I like the lighting. This looks great. And to be done yeah. so simply with a flashlight, that's that's terrific. Good Good job. I love how even... You know the light catches the lens just just the right amount. Like yeah, this is a product shot that uh, yeah, Canon old timey photos uh, would love to get their hands on. Well, especially from the top and the back. Like you can see, he's kind of he looks like he's just you know angling it from the back to get that shadow yeah. cast in front. Yeah, and have that ring of light sort of sort of ending just behind the camera and extending right into the lens. That's a great choice. Yeah, so far my favorite. Yeah, uh, great great shot. All right, next up, Scott Broey. Monthly challenge, old something from old uh, from a bygone era. Artifacts of family history, letters from Poland, War Department forms and letters from the both wars. Uh, some words redacted. That means crossed out, Adam. Okay, uh, thank you. Like you couldn't you couldn't be writing like back home. Like, hey, we're probably gonna go see Juno Beach tomorrow. Uh, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> right. They would like it. They would like it if it was secret. Um. And uh, memories of a bygone era. So he he now you you can click through and see the full version of this, and like it's it's a lot of stuff. This is very cool old stuff. Um, I, I personally love this kind of these kind of things from this era, and um, and so he sent he actually said hey like privately he said if you want to see a, a larger version of this, and he sent sent me a link in Dropbox, and it, it looks even better. Like obviously Instagram crushes this. Yeah. Uh, everything that's there but this this could be this could be a a a very cool blown up framed photo that you could hang sort of like in a like in a like a um you know like a light box or like a like what do you call those like like the black background kind of thing this is shadow really yeah yeah shadow box yeah 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 so very cool very well done um check out the rest of the the images it's like four images there you can check out okay all right uh, now my favorite one. Okay, Mike Roscoff. Once again, here's his entry for the two for the challenge. 
Uh, it's an image of the old Flexo camera of my grandfather, the last SLR I've used for years. Uh, he keeps both in a bookcase, so check both of them. Yeah, the unprocessed film stock was from December 1973, so I was a month old at that time. Okay. And uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay, go through a look at the rest of the shots. Read it yourself. So, great shot. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What is great about it? Well, just you're looking down through the camera. You're seeing the finished photo within the photo, but done in a way that's definitely unique. So, yeah. and just the way the black background and the light on everything just really makes it stand out and pop. And so it's a photo that you end up kind of like sort of digging into and spending more time on because it's really interesting. So I, I, I love it. I haven't seen this kind of composition done like this because this is the kind of photo, you know, a photo within a photo that we've seen versions of that, like, I don't know, well, a like million times. Yeah, like a million times. And then so to see it done just differently, like this seems unique. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, that is cool and different on an idea that's been overdone, right? So really, r- really good, really good. Now, the lighting on the cameras themselves are fantastic, but being able to then balance it within the shot of the ground glass is really what's extra special Extra special here. Um, mm. It'd be good on its own, but that is really tricky. That is really well done. The balance is fantastic. Uh, there's even, there's probably a version of this photo where it's just the the, the, the one camera, the, the bottom camera, and you yeah. all you see is the ground glass. Like, there's a close-up of this. Yeah, uh, which I would, I would looking back, were it me, it wasn't. I would probably geek out, geek out. That we call it. I forget what we call it. Greek sure. out. Sorry, I meant to say Greek out. The um, the Manfrotto on the the tripod. Um, I'd get rid of that, but I also like that's with like put black gaffer's tape over it or something like that, or just Photoshop it out and, and lose that and keep a, a tight shot of that that camera shooting the other camera. But you're yeah. correct. Having having the other camera in the shot makes you kind of search for it and go look and, and, and look around there. So definitely a lot of awesome going on in this photo. And then last up is Roger Dahlman. This is in Virginia. Stone House, aptly named, by the way, at uh, Battlefield Park on a cold, foggy morning. And uh, we can, you can read most of it. The other reminder of days gone by when he, when he had a morning commute. Built in 1848. And mm. serves the hospital. Like it. I like it just because there's nothing in the shot that dates this in any kind of present fashion. Right. So, you know, the background is 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 you know satellite just, dish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or any kind of modern cars or anything like the back or this could have been taken in, you know, nineteen twelve for all all we know. So um Yeah. Yeah, this or eighteen forty eight. This is this is this is kind of cool. And the the sort of fog and the mist and yeah, it's just, it, it just has a feel, the exposure, nothing is like the colors aren't super bright or, or they don't pop in a way that says like, oh, like this is a modern photo. So yeah, even in black and white, I think this, this photo would be terrific. So it would be, but I like these colors. I love the, like the, the muted yet sharp colors. Like they're there, mm. they're not messing around. They, they play off against the, like they're, they're, they're there's enough color to them, but they're not oversaturated. Yeah, they're not over yeah. vi- vibranced. They're just, they're there and they exist. They actually, and, and then against that, the kind of bluey fog and mist in the background, it, this is fantastic. Yeah, well done. So there you go. All right. And that that is the listener submissions. I, I'm, I'm going with uh, Mike Roscott for the win this week, but, uh, or me, it could be me. It could be my overexposed out of focus shot. I don't know. Only one toaster. That's all I can say. A creativity. Oh, yeah. One for one in the toaster department. Yeah. Yeah. The spirit award goes to Adam. Yeah. So thanks again, uh, uh, Dave Tiger Williams, for the challenge. Next month's challenge was brought to us by Scott Broey, and that is Reflections. So put that up on Instagram, hashtag at Two Hosers Monthly Challenge, hashtag Hey Hosers. Even better, t- do both of those things and tag us at Two Hosers, and we'll be sure to check that out. So again, if we missed anybody, I blame Instagram because I searched high and low. We had a few people 
actually message us and saying, hey, I saw so-and-so's picture. It's not showing up in the, 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 the search. So if you can't find it, check it out, which I did. Um, and so I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the heads up. Um, but we will check that out on, on the Instagram uh, in the new year. And meanwhile, the, the next challenge has been extended to Tommy G, your friend and mine, to issue the challenge for January. So think about that, Tommy. We're, we're all ears. Means he has to submit for next month, though. Okay. All Doesn't right. he? I'll let him know. I'll let, I, I don't know I, how that works, but I'll let him know. I assume so. Well, I, mean, I would assume he'd want to submit. And, uh, but also... All these people involved, follow, follow them all on Instagram, of course, and check out their stuff. Because that's what I like about all, you, you, you see these guys who, who are, and, and girls, I'm not, I, I don't know, uh, posting. And uh, not only are their submissions good, uh, I, I like to go through the rest of their feeds and see what else they're up to. Really quite, quite cool. So follow them on Instagram. Uh, challenge for next week, Adam. I'm going to try to play right into your wheelhouse, if that's okay, okay. with you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good uh, with me. Old toasters. Okay. Uh, no, LED lighting. Okay, LED lighting. Got it. It's got to be the time of the year when you go on your Christmas Christmas lights tour. We'll try. We'll try to do that. If Even if you don't, break out the LED, do some lighting, and we'll do that. I'm going to use mine. So... That's for next week. Meanwhile, websites, Adam, still abstaining from websites. Yep. My stuff, you can find at alnatrich.com, holtzfellerwoodworking.com, but the two of us at twohosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.